Hey gang, welcome to another episode of Sprinkles with a Z at the end. I am Timmy V and I'm your host, guiding you to newfound TV shows, movies, and or podcasts, along with tasty treat sensations that you will enjoy for the rest of your days, as long as they are not discontinued. I want to welcome you to the show. Today is a special show. The winter season is upon us, nearly upon us here in North America. And that means it's time to nestle in, to get the fires in the hearth going, to get some hot cocoa, get some marshmallows, get some whipped cream, to get some peppermint candy canes, and what have you. And to nestle up, to rustle up, to blanket up, and watch fabulous programs. I have two incredible, brand spanking new, fresh from the oven, hot to the touch shows that you will love. Inventive, creative, different, and all around enjoyable. Then I have a tasty treat sensation that you will love in this wintry weather. If you are in warm weather, please enjoy it. Every single second of it, please. It is dearly missed on this side of the world. Anyway, buckle the safety belts. Always look in your rearview mirror before changing lanes and enjoy the show. OMG, welcome back. So I am so excited about this show. This is one of my new faves. Um, it's called Forever, and it's on Prime. It's a Prime original only on Prime, and it is so fantastic. It's original, different. My friend Jessica said, you will love this show. She said it's slower paced, which she knows I love, and I do love slower paced shows. This is such an original, different show. It is a comedy, um, but a different type of comedy, um... It's hard to describe, and I don't really want to give you much detail about the show, the premise, or the plot, or anything like that, because I really want this to be an experience for you. It stars two fantastic people, Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph. Fred Armisen, you'll know from Saturday Night Live fame, Portlandia fame. Maya Rudolph, um, who was also from Saturday Night Live, was also in um, a movie, fantastic movie, with um, John Krasinski from The Office and from that new Tom Clancy show. I think it's a Tom Clancy. Oh, right, hold on. I'm, all right, I'm totally going to have to Google this. I'm Googling, Googling, Googling. I'm Googling. Jack Ryan. Why could I not remember that? Anyway, Jack Ryan on Prime, and it's supposed to be great. My brother recommended it, and I have not watched it yet. But it's supposed to be really good. Uh, but back to this show <laughs> that I'm supposed to be talking about. Um, so, again, it's called Forever, and it's on Prime. So, uh, my Rudolph, tangent, sorry, back to my Rudolph. She is, oh, she also played, one of my favorite things ever that she did was she played Dionne Warwick on The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, and that was one of the best storylines ever where, um, <laughs> where <laughs> Titus Andronicus, Titus Andronicus, Oh, it's t- <laughs> Titus Andromedon, excuse me, where Titus Andromedon f- was on, um, like, a cruise ship, and he was there, well, like, part of the entertainment, and he, for some, I cannot remember what happened, like, food poisoning or something, and he, like, he ended up hallucinating, and le- he thought later that he ate Dionne Warwick for some reason. It was the most random thing. Um, spoiler alert, he did not eat Dionne Warwick. She's alive and well. 
And anyway, so what am I talking about? Oh, Maya Rudolph. <laughs> Maya Rudolph is fantastic. And she is so good in this. Oh, my goodness. She's just a joy to watch. If She and Fred Armisen, they should do more things together. They were just so perfect in this. The rest of the cast is just fantastic. Um, Catherine Keener, who was in Being John Malkovich, is fantastic. She's so great in this role. Noah Robbins, who was in The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt um, in several um, or some episodes, I guess. He's fantastic. He'll be a breakout. This will break him out of... Um, into into fame and, and break him out into fame. Does that even make sense? But anyway, it will because he's so great in this. Sharon Omi um, has kind of a smaller role in this. She is fantastic. She is also in The First, which we talk about um, next. It's a, uh, Oh, and Julia Ormond is fabulous and fantastic. And I'm not going to tell you anything about the plot. I really am not going to ruin any anything for you. And it's not that it's a surprise, but... It's just a joy to see the creativity behind this show. Um, it is so wonderful. And it's it's light, and it's a joy, and it brought me a lot of joy and happiness watching it. I cannot tell you. I was, I mean, oh my gosh, I stayed up and watched episode after episode after episode after episode, and I was like, I have to know what happens. I looked at the clock, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get so little sleep tonight, and tomorrow at work I'm going to be like, oh, why did I do this? And I, that did happen, but at least I was like, this show is awesome, and it is so fan-freaking-tastic. It was created by math... Math... Not math. It was, <laughs> it was definitely not created by math. Math... <laughs> okay, so math had absolutely nothing to do with this. I scoured the credits again, and math is nowhere in there. So math is one of my arch nemesis, so we are not giving math credit where credit is not due. Oh my goodness, math just sneaks in everywhere, doesn't it? Rawr. <sighs> Starting over. Anyway, it was actually created by Matt Hubbard, who was a co-executive producer of Parks and Rec, which is one of my favorite shows, Parks and Recreation. Um, and he was the um, ex uh, producer on 30 Rock and many other things. Fantastic. And Alan Yang, who is also a co-executive producer of Parks and Rec, um, and just a master of none and many things. And they're, so they're producers and they're writers and they're just all around fantastic, inventive people. And this this is just one of the most original shows I've seen in forever. Ah, I didn't even mean that to happen! But I, if I was smarter, I would have. If I was into math, I probably would have planned that. But coincidence and lucky serendipity came through for me somehow. Anyway, so please put this on your queue. Forever on Prime. Give it three episodes. There's only eight episodes, so you're halfway through after... Oh my gosh, math. Okay, so technically you're not halfway through after three episodes, but you're nearly there. So just give it three episodes. You'll be hooked. You will love this. You will love it forever. On Prime. Okay, so this next one is so fantastic, too. This, um, a friend of work recommended this, and I was hooked as soon as I started watching it. It is a, technically, I guess, a sci-fi show, but it really isn't. Um, the premise is the first team to go to Mars. Like, that's the premise. But um, basically everything is here on Earth. It's like the preparation for this first mission to Mars, basically. Um, it is 
so there's you know that I guess technically it's a it's sci-fi. It is set a little bit in the future. And so, like, all the cars drive themselves, and you can just tell things to do things, like light on or call so-and-so. I mean, it, so it's a little bit more automated, um, our life lives are at this point, apparently. Um, it is set in partly in New Orleans, and it's so beautiful, um, the cinematography and the sets and what have you. It stars Sean Penn, um, Natasha McElhone. Natasha McElhone was in many things, but she was in um, one of my favorite movies, uh, Ladies in Lavender with Dame Judi Dench and Dame Maggie Smith, which is so fantastic. Um, I think it's on Prime right now. Um, Do that. If you love period pieces and you love those two actresses, how could you not? Just go watch it. It's lovely, beautiful. Um, Lisa uh, Gay Hamilton, um, Keiko Ajina, uh, and Keiko Ajina uh, was in um, Gilmore Girls. And so I still, I cannot, it's really hard for me to see her in an adult role. Like, and because and, I just still think of her in that, as that that character. Um, she's fantastic. She's really great. Um, Anna Jacoby Heron plays um, Sean Penn's daughter. She does such an amazing job. She is really, the, she was so perfectly cast. Um, she was in a bit part in the last season of Stranger Things, where there's like like that punk um, group that Eleven falls into. She was one of those. Anyway, cast goes on and on and on. Fabulous, fabulous. The show is very, um, it's very subdued until it's not. Meaning it's like very, like everyone's kind of like, you know, engineers and scientists. And so they're all like, you know, buttoned up and their feelings are repressed but it's you know but what usually what happens is they they're containing their feelings and kind of just even pretending that they don't have any feelings until like their loved one the you know they start having problems with the fact that they are a risking their lives going to this mission to mars but the fact that they're going to be gone for over two years um, you know, so what does that mean for people, you know, a couple of the astronauts are just starting dating people. Some of them are married with kids. Some of them are recently married and have been talking about having kids. And it's just such a, like a social drama. It's so much about the human, you know, interactions and relationships and it's fantastic. Um, there's a lot of diversity in the characters, which of course I love. Um, this is, it's, it's a surprise. It's a shock. And it's very different in some sense. And I, I don't really want to tell you a lot about it, but there is, um, my friend at work and I were talking about this. There is what she called a narrator, but I think it's more of um, a voiceover at times from this other quote unquote character. And it's almost, it reminds me as if when you're watching a play, sometimes they can get away with things that typically like on TV shows they can't. So it's kind of, and so it's kind of like this, this other quote unquote character, like almost reciting poetry at times over top of the, and it's odd, it works. Um, And I'm so applauding of them of, like, being inventive and different. Because at first you're like, what? This is weird and different. But then it's really kind of cool. Um, so, I, you know, I think now, because we have shows on Netflix and Hulu and Prime and that they make their own shows, they don't really... They can be different. They can break the mold. Whereas I think the traditional, like, network shows cannot be very different in some ways. And so this is not terribly different. I mean, it's just... Kind of, it's, it's a little different and... Um, but it's, it makes it very inventive. And so this is a, woo, woo. 
Okay, okay. That was left over, but it, here we go. Oh, oh. So, <laughs> that was that was nice and unexpected. So, that was inventive, right? I don't know if you can be inventive accidentally, but... <laughs> anyway, this show is really great. Um, so, please put this on your queue. Give it a couple episodes. You will fall for it. Like, at first I was like, oh, okay. But it, it really pulled me in. It is it is a slower-paced show. Both of these shows today are slower-paced. But it it's it's a slow burn. I say that about a lot of shows because I really like shows that have a lot of depth and there's a lot of character development. And this show has it. This is terrific. So put this on your queue. If you don't have Hulu, think about it because this is this is a worthwhile show. And there's tons of good shows on on Hulu that um, I've already recommended. Um, so anyway, do it. It's called The First on Hulu only. Enjoy it. Okay, so now for the official music interlude. Okay, so for the Tasty Treat Sensation this week, I have to recommend a restaurant. And unfortunately, it's only available in certain cities so far. It's called Top Round. And it is amazing. It is like um, definitely a step up from your traditional fast food restaurants. Um, it is quality, quality, quality. Um, their, their main focus is roast beef. And let me just say, unbelievable. Um, my favorites, well, there's a couple. But they have a, a beef and cheese, which is amazing. Um, and then there's a, um, a beef on whack, which is, I have them hold the horseradish sauce, which I think they make there. But it's like a caraway and sea salt bun. Yum. Um, and then they also have a horse and hole, which is, am I going to have them hold the horseradish? I'm not a big fan of that. I mean, I love, I, I love, like, mayonnaise, but I never liked horseradish. But if you like it, they, it's amazing. I mean, I guess, because I just don't like horseradish. Anyway, they have Provel cheese, roasted mushrooms on a sesame seed bun. Hello. But really, my secret favorite thing they have there is custard. They make their own frozen custard there. It is unbelievable. My mother and I... Love ice cream. My mother, anyone who knows my mother knows that's her favorite thing on earth. And they have the best. They have the best. Um, so it's available. This, so they have um, a restaurant in Dallas. Restaurants in Dallas, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and in Kentucky. <laughs> so random locations. But I'm grateful. I am not even kidding. It is, if you are in any of those cities, it is the best ice cream. I mean, we have amazing ice cream places here in Kentucky. But this is the best this is the best. I'm sorry, everybody else, but this is the, my favorite. The vanilla is just the, it's like, bam, hitting you in the face with love. With so much vanilla, a thousand percent vanilla. If you did, if you did some kind of scientific experiment, it would say it's like so much vanilla. It's impossible to scientifically explain how much, how much vanilla flavor is actually in this ice cream. It's unexplainable, but it is a beautiful creation. So, um, and then they have these things, which I have not done, because this sounds totally dangerously delicious. Like, it's it's too it's too much. It's like too much of a good thing. But I'm going to do it, of course. But I have yet to do it. Um, but they have one with like s'mores, s'more s'mores, which is graham crackers, chocolate, and marshmallows. But they, I think it, they have like the little baby, 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 baby marshmallows, the cutest, cutest little bitty, bitty, bitty ones, like smaller than not just the small ones, but the little, little, little littlest ones. They also have a banana cream pie, which is, that's probably what I'm going to get, which is bananas, another wafer, fudge, and whipped cream. 
That's probably where I'm going to go. Oh, and they also have um, the Elvis, which is bananas, salted peanuts, and hot fudge. Oh, that sounds good, too. I mean, cookies and cream, strawberries and cream. The Tin Roof is cherries, marshmallows, salted peanuts. Oh, mo, no. I'm going to have to do that one. Um, salted peanuts and hot fudge. So cherries, marshmallows. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, that's happening right there. Um, you will love this restaurant. Do it. Go find it. Seek it out. I hope it uh, they expand. Um, it is wonderful. I love it. Anyway, so I guess that's the show for today. I could just go on talking about this restaurant for like another hour or two. In fact, I'm, it's about lunchtime, so I think I'm just going to pop on over and get some treats for myself. Um, I hope that you enjoyed the show. Please put those on your queue. The first um, on Hulu, um, the Prime Original Forever. It's so great. This actually would be a good show to go like back and forth, although you won't because once you start one of them, you'll like, I have to see what's going to happen next and then you'll watch it. So do one, then the other. Um, appreciate you, gang. Always a joy. Hope you enjoyed. Um, take care of yourself. Take care of others. Um, and I guess that's it. A Riverdale cheese. See you next time. Bye. It was created by math, 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 not math. It was definitely, <laughs> it was definitely not created by math.